0: Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Yes, strawberry fluff is an acceptable payment for an on-site support. We had a customer who's since retired and closed his restaurant, but he was one of our favorites, Not just because he was a nice guy, but because he was down the street from our office and he was an amazing chef. He was the kind of guy that would get stressed and want to see things happen immediately, but he was always willing to pay. The year this happened had been particularly rough for him, and we knew he was hurting financially. He always paid us something, even if he was short on cash that month, but he always caught up. He had a grandchild that needed a lot of medical attention, so he was spending his money helping his daughter so she didn't have to work while the grandchild was getting the help he needed. He wasn't a saint, but he was close. His building is really old in a historic part of town, and one of the older water pipes gets a leak and sprays on some of the computer hardware that's on the bar. He needs to replace this stuff, but doesn't have cash on hand and doesn't want to wait for insurance, so he calls us. We have lots of demo hardware sent to us by manufacturers to test and certify and often they never ask to have it sent back. We offer to let him use this stuff until he gets his finances sorted out. He also requests that we help him get all this set up so we send him a proposal to sign with the estimated cost. He calls back and says he appreciates the hardware loan but can't afford to pay for setup so he'll send his staff over and they'll pick it up and help him get it set up. We all feel pretty sorry for this guy since we know him well and we want him to succeed. I call him back and tell him that I'll do the setup for him for free since he's been a faithful customer for so many years. He won't accept free service and offers to deliver lunch for 10 with his amazing strawberry fluff dessert as payment when we're ready for it. Strawberry fluff is all I needed to hear. I go straight to the boss and it took him about 5 seconds to agree to the terms. I followed his employees back to the restaurant with the hardware he needed, set things up for them, and then scheduled our fantastic lunch for the next week. That strawberry fluff was the best payment we ever received. Edit. I've had a couple people ask what strawberry fluff is, and this is what it is to me. This was a pie with fluffy graham cracker crust of his own magical design. Sliced strawberries and sliced pecans. Pecans? Pecans? Eh, whatever. In a heavenly filling and it was so fluffy like the clouds the gods must have slept on. It was an experience that's hard to describe with mortal man's words. It was just sweet enough to tickle your dreams but let you eat two slices without feeling guilty. That first kiss from a new love. The gentle cooing of a newborn baby. That feeling that only grandma's hug can give. All rubbish compared to this. I dare say you'd sell your soul for another slice if that were the price being asked. I don't know what it is, but I sure do want a slice now. So do you guys ever do work for barter like that? For food, other services that somebody else can help you with, anything like that? I mean, I know in a corporate setting it would be tough, but smaller shops could do it. Okay, so just a heads up on this next one, guys. It's a little deep, but I felt like I needed to share it. Nothing's wrong with the program. I just need someone to talk to. I was on call and got a call in the middle of the night, maybe 15 years ago. I can't remember the customer or his name, but I can still hear his voice replaying his words. Nothing's wrong with the program. I just need someone to talk to. My best friend killed himself this morning. The pain and weight in his voice hit me like a boulder, and after a moment, I finally squeaked out, I'm sorry man, let's talk. This was his best friend since high school, and he felt guilty because he knew his friend was hurting, but didn't know how to help him and felt like he let him down. He unloads on me for a while, and I just sit there in shock, listening to this man pouring out his pain. I had no idea what to say to him. I'd never dealt with something like this, but I think all this guy wanted was an ear that would listen. I didn't have any advice or any words that could heal him. I just listened. At the end of the call, he thanked me for listening and being there for him when he needed me. This was the least tech support call I've ever had, but I think it was the most meaningful one. I feel like this guy got what he needed from me, and I went to sleep feeling like I made a little bit of a difference. Yeah, that's pretty deep, man. Um, it's, It's important to know and understand that sometimes, most of the time, we don't know what other people are going through, what they're dealing with psychologically what's going on in their life things like that and uh, you know I'm not saying we need to lay down for everybody just because they're having a bad day but you know when somebody's in real need it's it's nice to be able to be there for them even if it's just to let them unload and uh, yeah just a reminder to us all to maybe be a little nicer a little more understanding my computer only runs on bios disclaimer I do not do professional tech support I'm just that friend everyone goes to for tech support. So a friend of mine, who shall henceforth be referred to as F, told me his computer wasn't working. Conversation went something like this. Me Is it Mac OS or Windows? Friend BIOS Me Do you mean iOS or maybe BIOS? Friend No, I mean BIOS. Do you really think I don't know my own operating system? Me, visibly confused. Um, BIOS isn't an operating system I think you would want to use 24-7. Friend. Well, it's better than Windows. That's why I made sure to switch to BIOS when I got my computer. (laughs) At this point, I was wondering just how big of an idiot I was dealing with and decided to just have him show me his computer. He turns it on and to my surprise, it actually boots up in BIOS. But according to him, this was the problem. I choose to enter normal setup, it boots up Windows, and he's amazed that I figured it out so quickly. I wanted to sit him down and explain what BIOS actually was and that his computer ran on Windows, but I've learned not to argue with stupid, especially when stupid pays you $10 to choose enter normal setup. (laughs) Too long didn't read, person insisted their computer didn't have Windows, he was wrong and knows nothing about BIOS. Edit. Laptops run on macOS, not iOS. My bad. Yep. Not sure why anybody would want to try to do that or I don't know. I'm confused. Is BIOS an actual operating system? I thought that was a means to allow the operating system to operate. Somebody help me understand. I got a cheater busted. So I do tech support for a certain technology company that is named after a fruit. Oh, here we go. (laughs) So I'm not sure you're saving yourself here, guy. Alright, let's see what OP has to say. Names of company and products changed for obvious reasons. This guy called in stating his iPhone was stolen. Spelled E-Y-E. Hmm. His iMessages weren't showing up on his (laughs) iTablet. Your messages show up on all fruit devices including computers if you have Fruit Message turned on under Fruit Cloud settings on the devices you want them to capture. So I helped him turn them on. I think I'm gonna leave it in his words. This is fun. Had him go into Fruit Cloud settings and turn on Fruit Message Sync. They still weren't showing up. I told him to turn off his iTablet. I sent a verify request to verify his identity so I could check on our end to see if his device was signed in and told him it would show up when he turned on his iTablet. He told me it came through on his other fruit phone that belongs to my girlfriend. I then educated him on how it is not a good idea to share fruit IDs, and she would have her own. He insisted she did, but it's not possible for two fruit IDs to be signed in at once. He turns his iTablet on and notices... That his girlfriend's fruit message conversations are now syncing to his iTablet. Further evidence that she has signed in with his fruit ID. I then reiterate that these problems can occur when you share fruit IDs. To which he snaps and insists she isn't. Controlling people tend to make their significant others share fruit IDs so they can keep tabs. So, no shocker here. Then, I can almost hear the bell go off in his head. Wait. If I can see her conversations, oh no, that means she can see mine. I'm so screwed and you have no idea, mumble mumble. I say, I'm sorry repeat that. You guys at Fruit have no idea how bad you screwed me. He then demands to know how to have only his messages sync and remove hers. I reply with the only correct answer. Your girlfriend needs to sign out of your fruit ID and into her own. To which he replied, She has signed into her own effing fruit ID. At this point, I could have hung up because of the swearing, but I was enjoying it too much, and this made it better. Now I get to say, Well, if that is in fact the case, then I'm sorry I must speak with your girlfriend then. I can only assist the account holder of the fruit ID with fruit cloud issues. He gets even madder. I had to put him on hold because, at this point, I couldn't hold back the laughter of him realizing he's been long caught and his girlfriend just hasn't confronted him yet. Then transferred him to Tier 2. We're allowed to self-escalate if unable to gain agreement after 5 minutes. It was a hilarious call. I really wish I could know the tea of what happened after all that. Dude really messed up there. Then he wants to blame the fruit company. I'm wondering how many of you guys have ever run into this stuff where, you know, somebody inadvertently shared bad pictures or messages or things like that with their significant other. I'm not sure I'd even want to be involved in that, but it does sound kind of funny. It was DNS. I literally just had this one happen. Never thought I'd actually see it, but here we are. Customer came in complaining he couldn't connect to the corporate VPN at home. Typically, when initiating the connection from the software, the user gets prompted for the credentials. This individual is not getting that prompt. I take a look and first notice the laptop is not connected to any internet connection. I get it connected to the corporate Wi-Fi, attempt the VPN connection, and get the prompt. But something tells me to try another way. Make sure So I then connect the laptop to one of our hotspots that we use to test connectivity to the outside world only. Once that's connected, then I try to connect to the VPN. This time I do not receive the prompts for credentials. I look at the VPN connection details while it's attempting and it just says, Host Not Found. I open up a web browser and try hitting the URL that we can use for the VPN. The page times out. I try hitting that URL from my phone while it's on mobile data and it gets there. Back on the laptop, I go check the IP configuration. And there it is. He's got the addresses of the company's DNS servers hard coded in there. I set the option back to automatically obtain for DNS and voila. He now gets prompted for the VPN credentials when trying to connect. Too long didn't read. It was DNS. Update. The guy came back in today with the exact same problem. I checked the DNS settings and lo and behold, the DNS server addresses were populated again. This was a true WTF moment. I did a little more troubleshooting and did a few reboots to try and replicate the behavior and determine how the addresses were getting set in the configuration. I noticed he had the Cisco software installed for his IP phone that his group uses. I know this to be a problem for other things that are unrelated to the DNS issue. Things like when disconnecting from the VPN, it won't reconnect without rebooting the PC. But this software also doesn't allow for the reboot or shutdown. Windows will just go to the restarting or shutting down screen and sit there indefinitely until a hard shutdown is enforced. I uninstalled the driver associated with the Cisco software that causes the behavior. Rebooted and tried again. On this and subsequent attempts, the DNS servers were no longer getting populated that setting was staying set to automatically obtain and was then allowing the VPN prompt to appear. That sounds complicated. I've never dealt with a VPN. So everybody says there's such a great benefit to using VPNs. Uh, maybe it's time for me to try one out. Is it really more secure? Is it just, you know, to keep your information from getting shared? Things like that for doing things anonymously. I know somebody out there is an expert. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.